it's time for the IHSA Safety Podcast. Welcome to the IHSA Safety Podcast. I'm Ken Rayner. In this episode, we're going to discuss struck by hazards with Guy Talon from the Ministry of Labor, Immigration, Training and Skills Development, and Andrew Harnum from IHSA. So why is this topic important to discuss? Struck by is the term that Ontario's health and safety system uses for the various injuries that occur when workers are hit or struck by tools, materials, equipment, or vehicles. Just like in falls, struck by is a leading cause of injury in the industries that IHSA serves, as these hazards can result in serious injuries and even death to workers. So a big welcome to our two guests today, Guy Talon, Provincial Specialist with the Construction Health and Safety Program of the Ministry of Labor, Immigration, Training and Skills Development, who's going to educate and inform our listeners on the ministry's focus with their Struck by Hazards campaign, and Andrew Harnum, one of IHSA's coordinators of Research, Stakeholder and Public Relations, who's going to direct us to IHSA's free resources on addressing and controlling Struck by Hazards. So Andrew and Guy, great to have you both here. So Guy, let's start with you first. Guy, maybe you can just tell us about your role and uh, your experience with the ministry. Hey, Kane. I'm a provincial specialist with the Construction Health and Safety Program for the ministry. As a provincial specialist, I develop materials to promote health and safety in the construction sector, and I'm the lead for the Struck By campaign. All right. Now, before we get too deep in the discussion, you know, again, want to have a bit of a disclaimer just to make sure that there's clarity that the information we're sharing here is not replacing what's listed and noted in the Occupational Health and Safety Act and its applicable legis- uh, regulations. So for any employer that is uh, wanting to, to find out how struck buys um, and how it applies to their workplace, make sure that, that they're consulting the Occupational Health and Safety Act. So, but um, Guy, let's start off maybe with just a high level overview of what this campaign is focused on. Yeah, thanks, Ken. This campaign is designed to raise awareness on struck by hazards and increase compliance with the Occupational Health and Safety Act and its regulations. And there's two streams with this campaign that we're focusing on. It's struck by vehicles and equipment hazards and also being struck by when we're in, um, doing material handling activities. We're looking for proper material storage and falling objects as well in this campaign. There's all kinds of things that happen during the struck by's either something's being moved or something falls. And we've had uh, young workers just recently killed during the uh, operation of equipment. Uh, A young worker was working and a piece fell off and struck and killed him. And another young worker was working on a piece of equipment trying to fix it and it it crushed him. So this is a very important hazard to be aware of what can happen as struck by us. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, you stated hazards relating to vehicles, mobile equipment, um, so I guess those, you know, those that are driving the vehicles, those are w- working around moving vehicles, you know, in the sectors that IHSA supports, Guy, that, that accounts for a very large portion of our membership and, and the workers um, and the workplaces we serve. So glad you're very glad you're here to share this initiative with us today. Um, when is the campaign happening? When is this uh, taking place, Guy? Well, actually, the campaign is currently happening. Inspectors started focusing on struck by hazards since the 1st of April, and it'll run to the end of March. Okay, so this, the campaign started. We've got the education outreach, creating awareness going. Um, how about how about the why? You mentioned you mentioned just a minute ago. You know, we've had some some young workers recently uh, lose their lives um, tragically in the workplace. You know, that in itself is enough. But what, what are some of the other reasons that you've focused on struck by hazards? Okay, thanks, Ken. This hazard is one of the leading, co- leading causes of injuries. This uh, topic is so important. WSIB in 2018, 
said that 28% of their lost time claims were from workers either being struck by objects or equipment. And there's two streams, struck by vehicles and equipment or struck by by materials, moving materials. So in 2017 to, to 2020, we saw over 400 critical injuries and 37 fatalities from struck by the vehicle and equipment accounted for 192 criticals with 22 fatalities. Struck by materials counted for 211 criticals and 15 fatalities. So, Guy, that, that essentially means that a, a serious injury is happening every five days and a fatality is happening every two months. That's what happened during that time frame. That Wow. So for those people, for those people out there that are, are working um, and saying, well, it's never happened to me or I've never had a problem, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean you're good. It just might mean you're lucky, right? So, Guy, what about the pieces of legislation that this is tied to? Because obviously the ministry is not making this up. There's, this is, uh, we've been dealing with struck buys for a long period of time. Legislation has been altered and changed and revised to be able to, uh, to help workers and, and uh, work safely. So what, what are the pieces of legislation that are tied to some of these, this, uh, this key hazard campaign? Well, the main, the main piece of legislation is the Occupational Health and Safety Act. That's where the internal responsibility system comes into into play every person who works on the job site has a key role the constructors employers supervisors workers and the joint health and safety committee or the health and safety rep so they're they're all required to take part in preventing struck by injuries so there's a training of workers up that that ensure that uh, the employer is supposed to provide instruction supervision to help the uh, protect the health safety of the workers this includes training of how the workers to operate the equipment and move the materials safely. There are regulatory requirements to ensure the equipment and the materials moved and stored in a manner that doesn't endanger workers. And the employers have to, and, and constructors have to ensure there's adequate traffic protection plans, which includes traffic control persons, devices and barriers, and, and warning signs to alert the motoring public of work zones. The root cause of, of incidents that happen on roadways is basically the public speeding or they're distracted driving. And, and um, Guy, probably a good time to emphasize that this is a province-wide initiative. So whether you're living in Kenora, whether you're in South Porcupine, whether you're in Ottawa or the GTA, um, the ministry could be coming out to your site. And it's a uh, while you're focusing specifically in the construction industry, I think it's also important to note that these hazards can be found in other industries as well. We just did a podcast on truck yards, obviously struck by hazards are very prominent there. Um, aggregate pits and quarries, lots of moving equipment, lots of uh, machinery. Um, so, you know, although it's focused, we're focusing on the construction industry. I mean, just making sure these hazards are also prevalent in the other industries. So maybe we can uh, touch on the location. So the workplaces that um, inspectors are going to visit, Guy, what, like where where are they going to go and what are they going to look for? Ministry inspectors will basically go anywhere, any project. Uh, there's a risk of being struck from road construction to where workers interact with heavy equipment. Inspectors will also attend projects where material handling activities are taking place. So it's basically any project where a worker on foot can be struck by a vehicle or, or affected by material handling. Okay. And if you have, so if I'm an employer and uh, I see someone coming onto the site um, and they introduce themselves as, a, as an inspector, what, sh- you know, what should I expect in, in, in regards to that visit? Well, ministry inspectors will attend the job site and they will be looking for the minimum regulatory requirements that the workplace are, are complying with them. And uh, this includes 
planning. It's so important that uh, we just don't move stuff from here to here. You need to do it safely. Construction projects are to be planned and organized to eliminate, eliminate uh, and reduce reversing. This can be achieved by workplace parties developing site-specific traffic management plans. There are provisions to ensure workers on foot to, that are separated from mobile, motorized traffic. Like they should make sure that they have dedicated walkways and the washroom and break areas are away from the busy areas where equipment is stored and being delivered. And is there a proper signage on site to warn workers that equipment may be operating in reverse? And signs need to be po posted in prominent locations and sufficient numbers to warn workers of the hazardous areas. Are the employers providing trained traffic control persons and signalers? Are, is proper personal protective equipment being used, including high visibility safety apparel? Are, work, are employers ensuring the equipment operators are competent and qualified? There's requirements to be a CFQ for operating certain pieces of equipment. That's a certif certificate of qualifications and complying with BOSTA, which is the Building Opportunities and Skilled Trades Act. Workers are to be instructed in how to safely load and unload equipment for deliveries. Many workers have been injured or killed actually making a delivery. Worker operators are insured equipment and the vehicles are parked in a safe manner before they leave them unattended. Should land the loads, ensure the equipment is parked away from slopes and excavations, and engage the parking brake before leaving the controls. So they, they also they, the employers must make sure that vehicles are are maintained properly. There's no broken or dirty windows, missing mirrors, um, affecting the operator's line of sight. And as operators change from vehicles to vehicles, they ensure that they've adjusted the seat and the mirrors to uh, to the to the operator. Um, hoisting operations need to be conducted with uh, trained riggers and using safe rigging practices. Is the rigging equipment adequate to handle the material they're using? Should always refer to the operating manuals and instructions provided by a manufacturer of the rigging equipment to inform the proper uh, use and limitations. Now, also when when you're doing rigging, you have to ensure that the stuff you're picking up doesn't affect the load that's still on the ground. What's happened is we've had uh, someone lift precast or, or shield, steel structures and it knocked the other piece that was still on the trailer, crushing workers. So it has the, the trailers and it has to be prevented from uh, rolling or moving and the other pieces that are on the trailer still have to be secure as the one part is uh, being lifted off. And the operators have to know what's, uh, what's the effect of environmental uh, conditions, like if, if it's too windy to do hoisting or it's too cold, and how these uh, effects on the equipment, and when to shut it down when it's, the winds are too high. Wow, there's a lot of information there, Guy. Um, now, I, again, I know that the ministry is not coming out to employers to try and do a gotcha. So in terms of, uh, you know, what well, you're out of compliance and we've caught you doing it, it's more a case of helping these employers achieve compliance, right? So what are some of the ways that the ministry is looking to help the employers achieve compliance so those workers are safe and we're all doing work in accordance with the law. Absolutely. The uh, ministry wants to ensure workplace parties can achieve compliance. They, we have a landing page for workplace health and safety that provides guidance on the Occupational Health and Safety Act and regulations. And you can find out more about our five-year prevention strategy. This campaign meets one of the requirements identified in the five-year plan. 
you know, where we're using the best evidence to target and allow the opportunity to, to measure the performance of the campaigns to help decrease these types of incidents of the workplaces. You can, and you can find more information on the, health and, the construction health and safety program. There are key links to occupational health and safety for the construction sector, for falls, for struck by, heavy equipment operation, ergonomics, and occupational illness and disease. And you can find strategies and resources how the workplaces, workplace parties can control these hazards. I encourage listeners to check them out. And also, we refer workplace parties to our safety partner for compliance assistance, the IS. IHSA and you, you, we, our ministry inspectors can share QR codes with links to the IHSA safety um, website during their field vis visits that direct uh, clients to the IHSA products for materials and training services. Excellent. Thanks so much for that, Guy. We appreciate uh, the recommendation to utilize IHSA. I want to bring on Andrew Harnum now. So Andrew's been waiting patiently in the wings, and we're uh, looking forward to hearing what Andrew can provide to our listeners because, Andrew, Guy has just run through a whole laundry list of issues in terms of making sure that uh, employers are addressing their hazards on site so that um, workers are not hit or struck by any type of machinery, vehicles, uh, tools, or equipment. And we know that IHSA has a tremendous amount of resources, many of them free for its members to use. So maybe you could uh, help us out and, and let us know what, what are some of those uh, resources that IHSA has available. Well, perfect. Thank you, Ken. So IHSA offers a number of resources to help members in construction, transportation, and the uh, electrical utility sector. So uh, we have a lot of stuff specific to struck by hazards on our de dedicated topic pages. And uh, these are full listings of tools, training, and products. And these are related to uh, motor vehicle incidents, struck by hazards, traffic control, heavy equipment, and distracted driving. So those are just a few. And on top of this, we actually have some uh, manuals and guidelines on some of our workplace health and safety topics. And uh, these are comprehensive guidelines, including our uh, well-known construction health and safety manual, our hoisting and rigging safety manual. And uh, we also have uh, safety talks, and it comes in a manual as well. And these cover more than 140 subjects. So uh, I would like to encourage all of our listeners to visit ihsa.ca slash safety talks, and uh, you can actually search for vehicles and equipment. So there's ready-made safety talks ready to go, and uh, they're actually available on many of the activities and hazards noted by Guy earlier in, uh, in this episode of our podcast. And on top of that as well, we actually have some in-class training and e-learning. Uh, so some industry-leading courses taught by IHSA experts, and uh, some of these topics include hoisting and rigging, Signaler and Traffic Control Persons, Book 7, Defensive Driving, Distracted Driving, Motor Vehicle Incident Prevention, and Mobile Crane Operator. So we have a lot of uh, comprehensive courses at the IHSA. Excellent. And, and many of them either at no cost or reduced cost to our membership. Um, Andrew, you also mentioned, you know, experts in occupational health and safety that do all the training at IHSA. Um, are those experts sometimes available for questions from our membership? Absolutely, Ken. The IHSA consultants are experienced health and safety professionals, and uh, they're actually located throughout the province, and they're available to answer questions and uh, assist our members with how to apply best practices, and they'll work with you to develop and implement health and safety uh, policies and programs. So you can find our consultants' contact information on the IHSA website, and it's under the consulting tab, or you can contact our customer service department at 1-800-263-5024. Again, it's 1-800-263-5024. And uh, they will put you in touch with a consultant in your area. Excellent. Great advice. Thank you very much, Andrew. And, you know, this is a year-long campaign, so we certainly 
encourage all of our listeners to stay up to date. Um, and, uh, in terms of what's going on with the campaign, you can receive updates from IHSA on our LinkedIn channel, uh, Twitter feed, and Instagram. If you follow us on those three social medias um, platforms, you will receive some uh, updates on this initiative as we go through the year. So hope you stay connected with IHSA in that regard. So definitely want to thank our uh, our system partner, the Ministry of Labor, Immigration, Training and Skills Development, uh, specifically the Construction Provincial Specialist, Guy Talon. Thank you, Guy, for being here. And sharing sharing with us all the ins and outs in what's going on with the upcoming or actually current uh, provincial wide initiative on struck by. So thank you, Guy, and thank you, Andrew, very much for sharing the information and the resources that IHSA has available. Thank you both for being here. My pleasure, Ken. And thank you for listening to uh, the IHSA podcast and this episode highlighting the ministry's year-long campaign to address struck by hazards. Be sure to subscribe and like us on your podcast channel and visit us at ihsa.ca for a wealth of health and safety resources and information. The IHSA Safety Podcast. For more episodes, tips, and all things safety, go to ihsasafetypodcast.ca. Thanks for listening. Each year, about 5,000 IHSA supervisor logbooks are ordered for supervisors across Ontario. Why is the logbook so popular? Because it was developed by the industry for the industry. That's what makes it unique. IHSA thanks the members of the Labor Management Network and Advisory Councils who contributed their knowledge, experience, and time to the preparation of this supervisor logbook. Contact IHSA at 1-800-263-5024. That's 1-800-263-5024. Or visit ihsa.ca. That's ihsa.ca.